and we're all serving a similar population. What would happen if we came together and did it together? Welcome to the AESD Scoop, connecting beyond the classroom to bring you conversations pertaining to our children, the future generation. Connecting with local and national experts to answer igniting questions the kids of tomorrow face. Connecting to bring you trustworthy resources, advice, and expertise for modern day families. Tune in on Wednesday. This is the AESD Scoop. Welcome back, AESD listeners. We absolutely love having you listen in and hear about the things that are happening in Avondale Elementary School District that we really believe tie into various districts and public education and parenting and community outreach. All of those topics get covered in AESD Scoop. And today we have one of those amazing community partners. I'm going to ask Leanne to introduce herself. Hello everyone, my name is Leanne Leonard. I'm the Executive Director of the Agua Fria Food and Clothing Bank. Yes, so for our listeners, can you, Leanne, just describe what your dailiness looks like? Yeah, so I started as the Executive Director at the Agua Fria Food and Clothing Bank almost eight years ago. Um, and our facility in Avondale has been serving for over 25 years. And so we're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till noon, and we serve the community anytime our doors are open. We provide emergency food boxes, daily lunch sacks for those who find themselves currently unsheltered. Um, we normally provide showers and usually have a clothing bank as well. Some services right now um, are limited because of COVID and the after effects of COVID, but uh, daily we're open. We have volunteers. I'm the only full-time paid employee. So we are definitely supported by our community, not just for donations, but for our ability to open the doors and serve. So uh, our volunteers get there early in the morning and we start setting up in order to be able to serve um, everybody what it is that they need, their basic necessities, those kind of foundational needs on a daily basis. Oh my gosh. Well, and that's well, it sounds like an awful lot. I feel like I want to say, and there's more because uh, the, the dailiness of what you do, you do remarkably well, particularly with some challenges that I can only imagine you've had, I, I know we've had in, in school districts, uh, but there's, there's always the more than, like I'm thinking back, way back, six years ago, and when we had that unexpected school closure, and I know that you were a huge part of leaning in to be able to support our families who all of a sudden found their children at home for for a couple of days, how how do you respond to things like that? The the unexpected. How do you how do you how do you prepare for the unknown? Um, you know, you have to expect that nothing is ever going to stay the same. Um, <laughs> I in my natural personality type, I'm not one that is prone to adaptability or change. But what I am really good at is planning and I'm really organized. So I plan for change. Uh, <laughs> that way, I can look adaptable and look like change. Change doesn't bother me too much. Um, wait, and so wait, 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 I stop. Because if anyone knew you, anyone knew you, myself included, and I feel as though I do, we've worked on so many projects together, I never would have known that about you. You are amazing. Yeah. So you act as if incredibly well. <laughs> it's called leveraging your strengths. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to plan my way through change. I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and most of the time it works pretty well. Impressive. So one of the things that I, I do 
do that I plan ahead is partnerships. For me, partnerships are so key to be able to quickly pivot and deal with whatever life throws at us. We need to have people in our corner, people that we can call on in those moments, people that can help us think creatively and brainstorm like new models of service. And so for the example that you're talking about, the first thing we do is we pick up the phone and we call our partners. And so back when I first started almost eight years ago, the first thing I did was, um, in fact, our one of our, our mutual friends and my mentor, Dave Schwacke, was so instrumental in, in helping me do this. But he literally drove me around for the first month that I started at the food bank and introduced me to everyone he knew. And if you knew him, he knew a lot of people. <laughs> yes, he knew everyone. So we were driving around for a long time, but he introduced me to everybody. He said, you need to meet this person. You need to know this person. And we began to just build, deepen, and strengthen those relationships. So when something comes up, I pick up the phone. I call my church partners. I call my fellow nonprofits, the Salvation Army, um, or whoever I think that might have a hand in helping us address whatever issue we're seeing kind of coming up on the horizon or maybe already at our doorstep. And we call on those partners. And that's, I think, what enables us to quickly pivot and be adaptable to meeting whatever life throws at us that day. Well, and, and you definitely do that. And actually, one of the things I think about around your adaptability and your, your making of that phone call and your unbelievable planning, I definitely know that about you, your top of the list of gold. Um, so thinking about that, I, I, the other thing you're able to do is plan big. Like even like, I, I remember you're like, I, I had no idea that we could actually pull this off, but we pulled it off. And just leaning really into that. And I'm thinking about our toys and more work in the, you know, the first year, what were we talking? 700 or so. The next year was like 2,100 or so families that were served within that. And I remember you being like, I don't know that I can even get the product to be able to make this happen. And you did. And then some, how, how does that, how does that happen? And how does that feel? Yeah, I mean, it feels amazing on the other end of it. Once you breathe that sigh of relief and know, hey, we did it, it feels really great. Uh, in the midst of it, it doesn't always feel so comfortable, but I think that's what makes it so rewarding is knowing that, and, and for me, I'm, I'm a person of faith. And so I, I press into my faith and I say, okay, we see the need and we know that we want to be able to meet that need. And so we're going to take just continual steps of faith, believing that the community is going to come around us. Our partners are going to come around us and together we're going to be able to do what needs to be done to serve our neighbors. And so um, I think sometimes it's a little intimidating and a little daunting when you're looking at a need and thinking, I don't have the resources right now to meet that need. Um, it, it can be overwhelming, but you just sometimes have to, you know, eat the first bite of the elephant and then just keep eating the second one and the third one. You just keep taking those steps, small steps, and eventually it turns into this big, beautiful thing. And so for, for the example you brought up, Toys and More and, and our sister program, Backpacks and More, and those events are, they're community events. We don't do those alone. The food bank doesn't and couldn't do those alone. We were, you know, eight years ago when I started, we were doing that event by ourselves mm -hmm. and it was very small. And we, we came around and we said, oh, look at this community partner. They're doing something really similar. Look at this community partner. They're doing something similar and we're all serving a similar population. What would happen if we came together and did it together? 
And it just magnifies the ripple effect of our events. It, it enables us to be able to not only serve a larger quantity, but serve with more quality as well. And so um, I think that's what we see at, in, in both of our Backpacks and More and Toys and More events is by coming together, leveraging our partners and our partner strengths. I can say, you know what? We do food. We do food really well, but we're also doing toys. Could you guys help us with the toys? Because you do toys and you do it really well and, and you do other resources. Can we, can we pool all of what we all do well? And that leaves us all to live in our strengths mm -hmm. and makes all of us better. And it impacts the community. It gives more quality and quantity to the community. Oh, there's no doubt. And it and, and reduces duplication of efforts because if we're duplicating yes. efforts and we're spreading all of us too thin. Absolutely. Uh, you've just described for me, you know, kind of our philosophy in, in Avondale of we know we do education really well. Like that's that's our niche. That's that is what we thrive and, and excel at. And, and in order for us to do that, we need other resources for our children and our families. In, in this case, with our free food bank and in the work that you do, it's ensuring that food insecurity is covered at times when we can't access it through either summer feeding program, break feeding program, or dailiness of uh, the school food nutrition program. In addition to that, right, there are other things like mental and behavioral health um, supports that are needed. There's dental care that's needed. I, mean, I don't know about you. I know about me. If my teeth hurt, the last thing I can do is learn, read, think, communicate, anything. It's just all I can concentrate on is my, at my teeth hurt. And so that's another and that our, our families need. And then, of course, when you think about challenges of daily life around financial stability and, and home um, having having a, a home that is safe and and free of hazards and and things such as that, all of those pieces come into the work that we do around the fact that let us do what we do incredibly well, and that's educate children. Mm -hmm. And I love that I pick up the phone. Like that is the first thing that that you and I. I'm not surprised they're incredibly aligned on. What do I do? I pick up the phone and and reach out to our incredible partners and, and people that we're truly, it goes beyond partnership, it's relationship, people we are in relationship with who then are able to help us bridge whatever that whatever that gap is. And one thing I found, and I, and I imagine, and, and perhaps you have a thought around this, is there are things that I can't do as a public educator, a public school leader, right? I, I can't access certain resources or I can't give support in certain ways that that goodness knows if we could we would i think you probably have a similar set of circumstances do you do you have a, a time when you're like i i can't do that how did you problem solve around it can you think about that i'll give you an example and maybe it'll, it'll help kind of give you a little bit more think time uh, i had a call from one of our our, our uh close close uh community relationships and said hey we have a situation where we need a, a dumpster because it's, you know, we, ours is full. We need to expand. Is there any way that we could possibly come over and use yours as a public school entity? I can't offer that. However, I did know we have another partner that you and I are in great relationship with, particularly with Toys and More and uh, Backpacks and More. And put the call and said, you know, we have a community partner who's stuck and these are the things that they need. They need a dumpster da, 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 and they need it relatively quickly. Um, we can't do it. And these are the reasons why. Can you help us? 
And it was like, send them to this address. It will be unlocked within 20 minutes. So that, that, that it's not just the people that are at the table. It's the people who are in relationship with the people at the table. So that table is very, very, very large and deep and connected. Do you have a situation that you could share like that? Yeah, I think one of the more recent examples um, it, it came in the form of GCU's CityServe. And so for us, one thing we get a lot of calls about is furniture. People want to donate furniture to us. And anyone who's ever been down to the food bank and taken a tour has seen how tight the quarters are that we're in. We have maxed out our space. We just don't have any room. Yeah, and we're using every inch, every corner. Um, and ceiling. So, <laughs> yes, floor to ceiling for sure. Uh, so we're unable to accept those donations of furniture, but we know that there are people in our community that need those items, you know, whether those are appliances or couches or whatever the case may be, especially as we work to get our currently unsheltered people back into housing, they're going to need those mm -hmm. things. And so uh, recently, you know, through our partnership with GCU CityServe, they're an organization that can do that. They do have access to that. And they've created these hubs all all throughout the valley, um, one of them being at one of our partners, Palm Valley Church, and there's other churches in the area as well that I know have since stepped up and said, hey, we want to be a hub, we want to be a site. And so now I know not only do I have a place to call when I have a family that's in need of those furniture items, but when someone wants to donate those items, I can tell them to, hey, give a call to this hub or that hub and see if they have any storage space or if they maybe already know of someone that's in need and they can just be the middleman to pick it up and drop it off where it needs exactly. to go. Mm -hmm. And so that's not something that we can provide. We don't have the ability to provide that service. Our building is too small, et cetera. But we press into our partners. We press into our relationships with others. And we help make sure that those needs can be met on both ends. So, and I, I love what you said about it's more than just a partnership. It's relationships. Because, for example, in the moments of COVID, yes, we picked up the phone and we, we pivoted and, and we brainstormed, but also in those moments, there were some really dark moments. They were hard. It was very hard. It was hard emotionally for us as leaders to say, hey, you know, for, for me personally, we didn't close a single day during the entire pandemic when everyone else was at home and navigating like online services and things like that. We were there. Our volunteers were there on the front lines, putting their lives, you know, in, in danger sometimes and saying we're going to it's worth the risk because our neighbors are hungry and we want to make sure that they're fed. And so not only was I able to rely on our partners for resources, but for encouragement, for prayer, you know, for, for things that I needed in those dark days as a leader to be lifted up. And it's because we had relationship because it wasn't just a partner that provided a service or a need, but we built those relationships and we could lean on one another during the difficult times, the unpredictability and, and all those things that came with um, some of the challenges we faced recently. It goes, it goes so much beyond um, just the, the, the what, meaning the, the product, the exchange, the transaction, the, you know, in, in your case, food, um, you know, toys and more, or backpacks and more toys or backpacks or whatever it is, services, however that is. And that's something, Leanne, I, I love, love what you just said, because when you're in that relationship, it, it, it's, it's that moment in time when someone says, I, I don't know why, but I'm thinking about so-and-so and they send that quick text 
context, checking in, as you said, uplifting uh, everyone at that same time. I invaluable. It absolutely, I think it was a, was a life changer for me as well, for sure. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm ever amazed at the collective efficacy and the ability to bring people together who, and you and I have sat in, in multiple settings of people coming together around, whether it's a current problem of practice or a current issue that maybe has come out of nowhere or we're planning for our next event. Um, and yet it's, so intriguing how the level of energy that is brought into that room and the leaning in around, you know, maybe it's even of, hey, I don't have that resource, but I think I know someone who'd like to be a part of this and, and bringing that out and bringing that uh, to the table, bringing, bringing that conversation to the table and that additional more than opportunity to the table. And so I, I'd love to hear about various groups that you are kind of regularly connected with. I know you're regularly connected with School Connect. I know you're regularly connected with, with Palm Valley Toys and More, uh, as well as other affiliations with other food banks. I know through Rotary, we have a huge you know, uh, food drive coming up. I, I don't know, you, you need to clear some space because there's going to be a lot of food. Um, and though we've reached out to other partners, like we can do dry storage for this too, because last year, I think we may have broke the bank is what I heard. You know, it's like, we have no more space. I don't know what to do. We, we had stuff in people's cars for a while, right? Until we yeah. could find a spot. Yeah. So, yeah. And what, what, what other organizations are collections of people, organizations? I don't know if I, I it's, it's more of a collection of people that you're in relation to, relationship with. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So I think in trying to um, build those relationships and, and get to know who, who are your key partners going to be, networking. I mean, it's, it's an old name that's been around for a long time, but it's still so valuable. And so finding the places to network, to get to know the people that you're going to want in your corner or on your bus. Um, and so one of the, the first places that I started was the Southwest Valley Chamber of Commerce. So it's a collection of, you know, business professionals, as well as um, nonprofit leaders that are already there. They're already gathered. They serve the same area that we serve. And so we're, we've been a member of, of the, the chamber for quite a while now, and that provides us with great opportunities to get to know new people, even new businesses. Sometimes it's hard you, you build your partners, you have your relationships, but then new businesses come in. And, and if I wasn't in some of those chamber meetings, I maybe wouldn't know about those new places that are, are you know, holes that are being filled um, by new faces that I want to get to know. Um, we do a lot of work with community groups, as you said, like the Rotary um, Kiwanis, the Lions Clubs, those are amazing, amazing clubs that um, some have very specific focuses like on children. Um, you know, I know Lions focuses a lot on eye care. Uh, Kiwanis focuses a lot on yeah. children and things that impact children. So, and then, you know, the Rotary is also, you know, broad as well. And yeah, Yes, the Rotary's food drive last year, I think, stunned not just the Rotary, but just about killed the food bank. Um, you are not lying. We stored pallets and pallets of canned goods on our truck for months, yeah. and we still had to call, pick up the phone, call our resources, call our partners to find places to store the rest of it. So at least this year, we were a little more prepared. We can make those calls in advance. Um, so, but but those are the types of things that sustain us. Are are those types of groups that can call and say, hey, what do you need, and what time of year do you need it and ask those questions um for me as a leader being a part of the um, arizona alliance of nonprofits, 
experience has been very valuable. Mm -hmm. And then recently getting involved, you know, one of the places that we have that's Mutuals Leadership West. Yeah. It's been an amazing group to, to get to know other leaders in the West Valley and uh, across all different service capacities, whether it's nonprofit, just individuals that are entrepreneurs, you know, city officials, um, school district superintendents, you know, whatever that might be, it's just a fun way to really get to know um, and also get poured back into as a leader, because we gain not just those relationships, but we gain tools, we gain uh, knowledge, we gain information that we can use and take back into our position. So um, I'm also involved in a West Valley women's group, uh, West Valley women, and we meet, you know, monthly, we have opportunity to gather together just other female leaders. And I get a little something different from each group, both of the cities that we kind of serve in the larger two larger cities yeah. here in Avondale. Um, Avondale has an Avondale interfaith council meeting goodyear has the goodyear faith and community roundtable i'm in all of those i do all of those i know it sounds like a lot of meetings but for me i i get something different i have different relationships in each and i gain something new every time i go and attend and be a part of those and they're just tools that we get to put in our toolbox for when we need them their relationships for when we need them oh absolutely i just the fact that we're sitting last Thursday led us to be sitting here today, right? Yes. In, in Leadership West. And, and it was like, oh my gosh, why have we not done this? This is so cool. The and around this is this afternoon at 1.30, I have a meeting with two women who presented on Thursday that aligned beautifully with the mission vision of, of where we want to go with some next steps in Avondale. And I, I think what I, I have found is being present, which in, in order to be in relationship, you have to be present. And, and, and letting kind of uh, be open, right? Be, be open to possibilities. And I think that's where I, I would say is another point of alignment that, that you and I have of, of this growth mindset idea of every day we're going to get better. So we're gonna be better tomorrow than we are today, right? And so if we do that, we're always forward thinking and always have kind of, a, is it written down in stone how it's going to go? No, because because the best part of it is you have to be open to other possibilities like, whoa, this is a more than. And you described like, I, I didn't know we could do it. I leaned into my faith. I, I, I community partners and, and people in relationship came to us and added to what we were already doing. And, you, and you, I could feel your energy. I filled in the blank and it was better than anything you ever could have imagined. And it always is, but you can't, you as a leader just demonstrate that beautifully of, I don't control it all, I share it. And when we share it, it always comes out far better than anything our, our mind's eye or our heart could have thought. So- Absolutely, hundred percent. And I, I'm always all about, you know, you know, we're not doing anything. I'm not doing anything as the leader of the organization. Everything that I do, I wouldn't be able to do alone. Nothing I do really give, I, I should get the glory for it because it's our community partners. It's our volunteers. It's our community. There's so many things that we do and none of it would be possible if it was just me, if I was just on the bus by myself. And so, um, and, and, you know, thinking about, you know, what you're talking about of being growing and, and being different, you know, I, I got my master's degree in leadership. And when I took the position uh, at the food bank eight years ago, I was like, I, I'm a good leader. I, I know what I'm doing. I've got the knowledge. I've been leading for quite a while now. Um, and 
I look back at the leader that I was eight years ago and I'm like, wow, I knew nothing. <laughs> That's right. You know? Do I go back and apologize? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm sure eight years from now, I'll look at me today and think the same thing, but that's because I'm, I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to be better every day. I want to be different every day. And I'm sure that you can identify with that, you know, being the superintendent for as long as you have, you know, thinking about the things you did at the beginning versus oh the things goodness, you're yeah. doing now, because we, we are open to that growth. We are open to new ways of, of operating and doing things. And that growth is what makes us, I think, better people and better leaders and better partners. Totally agree with you. I could not say it better, honestly. And that, that is exactly where my, my heart is. And surrounding yourself with people who believe in and approach life in the same manner. Definitely. Leanne, I could not thank you enough for taking your time this morning, for sharing your heart, for sharing your, your thought process around the work that you do to do so well to ensure that our community have additional resources and actually the, the minimum resources in order to be successful and have their limitless future. And we couldn't do it without you. And I just love the fact that you're in relationship with us. Well, we are blessed. I am blessed to serve and to lead the organization. And I also just want to say that we're very blessed to be where we are. Avondale and, and the, the West Valley, Southwest Valley is so rich. And I, I feel so honored to be a part of that community, particularly, you know, the city of Avondale and the city council and um, the school districts, they're, they're just so full of life. They're so warm, they're so welcoming and they care so deeply about the community. And so it's a blessing to be able to come alongside the councils and, and the school districts and the amazing people in the Southwest Valley and, and to help lift you guys up a little bit more, maybe make things a little bit easier for the work that you do uh, by trying to fill some of those foundational needs. So it's a blessing and honor and a privilege. So thank you for having me today to share with your community. Thank you.